0: Hello and welcome to Soul Self, where we talk all things energy, consciousness, trauma healing, mindset manifesting, and more. Prepare to turn your pain into medicine and inspiration so you can be in alignment, living your purpose, having juicy relationships, and lush abundance. To stay up to date, join my newsletter at bloomshucky.com and make sure to browse some of my other offerings hello and welcome so i am currently recording this from the parking lot of kaiser as i await my mother to get out of the er and she is in the er because you know the universe gave her a couple of nudges to slow her ass down but she refused to so she basically had to get decked in the face not literally. But, you know, the universe had to be like, yo, ladies, slow the fuck down. So, that's where we're at now. But, this inspired me because, as women, we're like, oh, that one last phone call. Let me do this for my kid real quick. Let me do, let me just cook, even though I don't want to and I'm really fucking tired. Let me do this, right? Taking care of everyone else, not taking care of ourselves, But how the fuck are you going to take care of everyone else and everything else if you don't start with you? Really, how how are you going to do it? So I decided to share a morning pleasure ritual. It's five steps, super easy, short, sweet, and simple. Why? Because that's what we need in our crazy fast-paced world for sustainability, consistency. So first things first, bragging. So bragging is a really simple, fun way to shift your energy in a matter of minutes. And bragging is not boasting. So you are simply choosing to celebrate yourself exactly as you are. And there's actually research in biochemistry of joy that tells us feeling good is actually a key component of good health. So when you brag, nitric oxide levels actually increase, and then this increases the circulation of blood in your body, and it delivers more nutrients to our underfed cells. So when you are deliberately pursuing pleasure in a circle of supportive women, it has the power to lift depression and free a woman's soul. So, what you can do is basically brag to, you know, you can make a voice note, you can have an accountability partner, maybe your mom, your sister, your cousin, your best friend, what have you. And maybe it's like a group of your friends, right? And basically brag, like, yo, I am bragging about the fact that today I took a nap. Let me tell you that. That nap was the best damn thing I've done for myself all week. It could be as simple as that. I brag that today I sat and sipped my tea slowly and I was so present with it. I brag that this past month was a 30k month for me. And we should be bragging about these things. It's not about competition and jealousy. Like that's a topic of itself. But that is shit that we are unsubscribed to when we have healed our sister wounds. So when you and someone else brag, it actually lights you up. Like it actually turns you on. And then what you want to do is upright them. So uprighting someone means that you celebrate their brag by saying something like, fuck yeah, that's awesome, well done, like, amen, sister, you go, girl, things along those lines, right? And honestly, a little cheerleading goes a long way in sisterhood. So when you're bragging, I want you to notice what parts of your life are actually easy to brag about, and which are more challenging. So which part of your life just does not feel brag worthy at all. And try to experiment with a tiny brag about an unbragworthy part of your life. So, for example, let's say you're on the messy side. Then you can say something along the lines of I brag that I remembered to close the kitchen cabinets this morning after after I made coffee, right? So, bragging the less desirable things or your perceived flaws can actually elevate those pain points to a place of divinity and extra credit if you actually teach someone to brag and it could be your mom your dad your kids co-workers your partner and really see what happens like you are then a fucking fire starter for them so the next thing is gratitude an attitude of gratitude goes a long way it's so important to honor where you're at right here right now and give thanks for every phase 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 facet and face of your life of your womanhood because adding a drop of approval to your morning especially when you don't want to is the key to inviting abundance channeling your power and reaching for more so create a list of three gratitudes by the way did you know that we are each 31% more effective when we cultivate a positive mindset so what are you grateful for today It could be anything big or small. Share it with whoever your accountability partner is. And then after you've done your list, upright one another's gratitudes. So when it comes to being grateful and gratitude, is there a part of your life where you just can't find gratitude? It's really good to notice that. So pause there and feel that it's really important important to honor where you are. And then for fun, is there any way you can actually feel gratitude for an aspect of your life or yourself that might seem unworthy? So for example, can you feel gratitude for your courage, your open loving heart, the way you continually show up, right? And extra credit, if you can grab a friend, a relative, a stranger, And share some of your gratitudes with them. And ask them to share some of their gratitudes with you. And guess what? You can also brag together. Now the third thing is sensual self-touch. So this is not an easy practice for a moment, but it's well worth the investment. And I know it can be a challenge to find the time, the privacy, and reverence to practice self-touch. But doing this, even for a single minute of your day, is a complete game changer. It is a 180 degree swivel turn into fucking pleasure. You are going to be magnetic as the fuck. And everything flows and radiates from there. So, first you want to create some privacy. I know, I know. That's like the hardest part sometimes. But there's always the bedroom, the bathroom, or even your closet. So... Put on some hot tunes and begin to slowly stroke your body with your own incredible, luscious, sexy hands. And you will be using the velvet touch, where you caress your skin slowly as if it were lush velvet or the soft fur of a kitten. And start by gently and slowly stroking your cheeks chin, neck hair, eyebrows, lips and slide your hands down to your neck your shoulders, your arms are you feeling good? Perfect. Let's include your breast, your belly, your hips your butt, those thighs, your calves, your feet So the goal of this exercise is to find out how you like to be touched and really experiment with all different kinds of pressure. Firm, light, extra light. And you can even give yourself a pinch or slap and see what feels good. Different parts of your body like different things. It's really important to get to know what we like. And you can do this practice for a minute, an hour. It's all up to you. So here's where I want you to tune into. Is there a part of your body that you just don't like? A part that bothers you so much that finding a way to love it seems impossible? For me, it's my belly. Um, It's a little more round mushier and softer than I wish it to be but we all have parts that are harder to love but that doesn't stop us from daring to love them so choose a part of your body that's hard to love and really slow down and softly stroke that part and choose to take pleasure and give pleasure to that part of the body also if you need some tunes for that velvet touch Then check out my Spotify, Bloom Goddess Hood. I have different tunes. There's one called Femme Activation. And that is my all-time favorite for my morning sensual touch. So extra credit on this part is to stroke your pussy. Not for an orgasm, but for fun, for pleasure, for enjoyment. So use your Velvet Touch if you are shy Just stroke through your panties or on top of your sweats. And if you're feeling bold, then really explore her magnificent textures and crevices with your hand and a little bit of coconut oil. So the object is to give a little love and turn on to the heart and soul of your feminine body. And hey, don't forget to brag and fame it all. So next is the fourth thing, and that is desire. So desires are the interface between you and that which is greater than you. They are portals to our divinity that we must step through again and again. So what you're learning in this podcast episode, it takes support, time, and baby steps to really recognize our deepest longings and call them forward. So this is all about writing a desire list. Remember, no desire is frivolous. So all desires are sacred and it's an interface between you and that which is greater than you. So what you can do is light a candle and create your desire list in a beautiful space and write down everything and anything from minuscule to monumental If you can't think of anything, start small with things that you know you like. Maybe a piece of dark chocolate or a relaxing bubble bath. But never, ever, ever doubt your desire. Don't worry about how. The more you enjoy the desire, the more quickly it actually manifests. And remember, your dreams are not too big for you. They're exactly the right size. That is why they are yours. That desire, that seed was planted in your mind because it is meant for you. So feel free to write some things that you desire. Upride your accountability partner's desires, celebrate what she wants, and see if her desires actually inspire yours. And spoiler alert, her desires actually will activate yours even more. And now the fifth and final thing is embodiment. So while I've been talking, have you noticed some strong emotions coming up? As women, feeling deeply is our greatest asset. It's the cornerstone of our feminine education. But the diversity, strength, and nuance of our emotional range can be kind of overwhelming. So especially since we live in a very patriarchal world culture where we are taught that our innate darkness is very musky and undesirable. But here's the stone cold truth, sister. The more we can honor them and lean into these dark places, the more we can trust ourselves and our magnificent bodies. So the more we can invite and embody our light. So we have a lot of different things Varying emotions every fucking day. And it's really important to feel every drop by embodying those strong feelings as viscerally as we can. So when I was going through my uncoupling, I showed you all how on my Instagram, how I would take my pillow and scream in it and cry in it and slam the shit out of it on my bed. But that is one embodiment practice find what works for you and create a safe space for you to do so. When we dance, move, embody our emotions, we're in our body, embody, we turn ourselves on. And then we can actually find the beauty and art in our full range of femininity. So every morning, pick two songs. When you have lots of time, dance to the whole three or four minute track. But If you're in a rush, just pop on 30 seconds of a track and give it your all. Remember to dance your dark emotions and then finish with dancing your light emotions. And then what this does is it contains multitudes. So extra credit here is if you can teach your kids, your girlfriends, partners, or parents, and maybe even your neighbor to dance with you. And extra, extra credit if you can send me a video of you being an alchemist, transforming those emotions. And those are the five steps for having a morning pleasure routine. So don't just listen to this and do nothing with it, please. Action is power. I hope this has shifted your perspectives and priorities. Remember to practice because that will build a solid foundation for pleasure And it's going to elevate your mornings and change the shape of your days. And guess what? That's only the beginning. Hope this was insightful and you're feeling empowered. I would appreciate if you could do an Apple podcast review. Takes less than 15 seconds. Forward and share this with anyone you feel would benefit. Tag me on Instagram and I will talk to you soon.